Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more in pitching podcast from pitchers.com. My name is Nick Puck. Today is July 15th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Uh, I will note, today is going to be a little bit weird because we do not have two-star pitchers for next week. So I'm just going to go over the SP Roundup and the starters for today, tomorrow, and uh, really today and tomorrow. If you want to hear about Sunday, definitely check out yesterday's uh, podcast as I go through all four days. Um, we had Braxton Garrett go six innings, zero and runs, two, it's two walks, and 11 strikeouts yesterday against the Pirates. Insane. Not what's supposed to happen from Braxton Garrett, but this was the Pirates. Uh, he also earned nine out of 20. Two whiffs on his uh, sinker, which is at 90.8 miles per hour, and 11 whiffs on his slider. Look, I don't totally buy this, is what I'm trying to get at. I I would rather go for Max Meyer. Um, I'm not sure who his next start is going to be against. It could be the Pirates after the break. Do you feel that you have to get Braxton Garrett right now in all your teams? Probably not. Uh, I really just don't think he's that exceptional. I could be wrong on this. I could be missing the boat completely. I don't blame you for taking a chance if you have something kind of at the end that you're not really excited about. Sure, why not grab Braxton Gary? The guy just had 23 whiffs and 40% CSW. I mean, okay, fine. You know, maybe I'm completely wrong. But I just think his stuff is just not that great. And uh, that's really... <laughs> that's it at the end of the day here. Uh, Tristan McKenzie, eight innings, zero runs, five at zero walks, and 12 strikeouts against the Tigers. Now, this stuff was much better. Curveball's really well executed at the bottom of the zone. Uh, 10 for 24 whiffs on that alone. 50% CSW is insane. They had the heater for 75% whiffs. Sorry, strikes, I should say. Um, against the Tigers. He did exactly what you should do against the Tigers. Uh, Tyler Anderson, six innings, pitch, zero runs, three hits, two walks, and four Ks. Changeup was not as good as we normally see, just three over 27 whiffs, but he survived against the Cardinals, and Cardinals just have not been bad. But, and by the way, the fact that Tyler Anderson is a sub-3 ERA at the break right now after having, uh, well, not having a sub-435 ERA since 2016 is completely wild to me. Uh, Carlos, Carlos Carrasco, six innings pitch, zero in runs, five hits, two walks, and six strikeouts, 14 whiffs here against the Cubs. Everything is fine. He has a 427 ERA after the start. It's not great, but I think you're still going to coast with Carrasco the rest of the way. And Nestor Cortez, kind of the same thing. It's good to see 92.7 miles per hour on his fastball as he's normally around 91 and change. Seven innings, one to run, four hits, one walk, and four strikeouts against the Reds. He should have gotten a win, but you, know, you had to go against Luis Castillo when seven innings, one to run, two hits, four walks, and eight Ks. Uh, with Cortez, hasn't been the greatest month for, for him and I imagine he'll be fine in the second half. He'll be fine. I, I don't really think he's going to be the ace that he was in May. But he should still help your teams, definitely. Um, Luis Castillo, on the other hand, he's looking more like this ace. 277 ERA so far, uh, which is pretty cool. We had to wait until May 9th, to seems. So it's only been about two months and change. But 97.7 on the heater is amazing. Uh, and the changeup had a 70% strike rate. It's just what you want to see. 
Zach Thompson did well against the Marlins, and I really don't care. You shouldn't. Lots of cutters, 58% usage. But the curveball isn't great, so we're not chasing this. Uh, Johnny Cueto, six innings, one and run, seven hits, two walks, and five Ks against the Twins. I'm amazed by Cueto. Anytime he does well in situations like these, it's pretty insane to me. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, he's a Toby, I guess, at this point. Uh, you can go for it if you want. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is just going to turn into a pumpkin pretty soon. Carlos Rodon, ace is going to ace despite having a 11 base runners. So that's a 5.2, sorry, 2.2 whip across five innings. Yeah, that's right. Ugh, that really hurts. He almost allowed a throw run bomb to Rowdy Tellez. But he got some strikeouts. was not at his best, and he still made it worthwhile. Uh, Angel Zerpa did well against the Jays. I know, you don't know who that is. He's for the Royals. 0 out of 35 whiffs on his fastball, but five innings, one to run for it's two walks, two Ks, and somehow the... The Royals won this game against the Jays. Yeah, it, it was wild. Um, Martin Perez did well against the Mariners. Five innings, one run, three hits, four walks, and nine strikeouts. Uh, his changeup was amazing, and cutters and sinkers were on opposite sides of the zone. That's exactly what you want to see. That's good Martin Perez. So maybe he does actually carry this into the second half after all. Corbin Burns ace is going to ace against uh, Carlos Rodon. Seven innings, 7.1 actually. One and run, four hits, three walks, 10K. 60% CSW on his changeup yesterday is, is crazy. Uh, Kyle Wright did well against the Nationals. Seven innings, two and run, seven hits, one walk, and four Ks. 295 ERA and 115 whip thus far. I think he's still a little bit of a sell high, but honestly... You don't really need to. Like, don't go out of your way to sell him. If someone really wants to buy into him as a top 20 starter or something, do that. But, yeah, he's going to be around 30, and that's pretty cool. Uh, Reed Detmers went against the Astros and had another successful start. Six innings, two runs, five hits, three walks, and six Ks. I don't think he's quite there yet. He has higher slider usage still, 28%, which is good. But just a 44% strike rate is not good. Uh, the curveball wasn't great at all here, and the four-seamer made this work, and I don't think this was actually that great command-wise. I think he got away with this one. So I'm not quite in yet, but I am excited to see what happens in the second half. If Detmers does have the slider, he was nibbling where he needs to be, um, down and glove side with that slider, so this could be very interesting. Uh, Framer Valdez did well against the Angels. I mean, 1.5 whip, but 200 runs and 6Ks in 6 innings. Sure, we'll take it, and we just keep on rolling. Uh, Kevin Gaussman returned, also had that bad 1.5 whip, but 200 runs, 6 innings, and 6 cases. Essentially the same thing. Swimber Valdez, uh, I was a little worried that he would be stinted in this one, but he won 88 pitches, so that's good. And he should be just fine as your ace uh, moving forward. Drew Rasmussen went against the, the Red Sox, had four strikeouts in his first five outs, then just one uh, in his next 13. Six innings, 300 runs, four hits, one walk, and five strikeouts. 18 whiffs, though. Ooh, four seamers and cutters made this work. And the slider was much less uh, utilized here. Good stuff. And he hopefully gets the Royals after the break and does well there. I'm feeling better about Drew Rasmussen right now. Cutter Crawford did fine. Poor quality start. Six hits, zero walks, six Ks in six innings. Um, I think he's... Decent, as long as you have the matchups, you should be on the list on Monday. Uh, and, yeah, I, I don't really think there's anything exceptional with Cutter Crawford. But it's solid, and I can imagine him being a Toby and a 12-teamer. Alvin Rodriguez, do not care. Dakota Hudson has depreciated velocity, and four and runs and 6.2 innings against the Dodgers is expected. I really don't think you should utilize the dime. That is, he's a coin flip and he's a dime a dozen. So, move on from Dakota Hudson if you have any sort of, of 
infatuation with him. And Anibal Sanchez returned, and I have no interest. Marco Gonzalez uh, went against the Rangers and, and got lit up for uh, across six innings, five runs, 11 hits, two walks, four Ks. Oof. Um, I think the Rangers are better than I've been giving them credit. So he's still a Toby, and he got a bit singled out here. Uh, Keegan Thompson against the Mets. Oh, boy. 4.1 innings, 5 earned runs, 8 hits, 4 walks, and just 1 strikeout. How am I going to butter my bread with this? You move on from Keegan Thompson, save for the weakest of offenses. Kyle Freeland hosting the Dodgers. Duh. In cores. No way. Blake Snell went in cores, and it was disappointing. I was on the fence. Is this going to be a good one or a bad one? Based on 23 strikeouts in his last two starts, it was a bad one. His four-seamer had a near 50% strike rate at 31 over 60. Ugh. That's really it. So, yeah, 3.2 innings, 5 runs, 4 at 6 walks, and 5 Ks. And Sonny Gray, do you drop him? Uh, 3.2 innings, 6 runs, 9 hits, 1 walk, 3 Ks? I don't know. He's fringe because I do think it's going to be a better second half, but the the breakers just have not come into form yet, and that's the problem. 5 over 32 whiffs just isn't it. So do what you need to do with Sonny Gray. Like, for example, I'm okay dropping him for Max Meyer, but... He'll get swooped up likely, and there will be good stints in the second half. I hope it's just right out of the gate. I hope he turns it around right away. Looking forward to today's games. Sandy Alcantara, Alcmanoa, Kling, Kershaw, Brandon Woodruff, Robbie Wright, and you Darvish. And then you have Tywin Walker and Jose Arquita in the probable start tier. All those guys are obviously starting. Questionable start tier, Kyle Gibson against the Marlins. Zach Plesak against the Tigers. Hunter Green against the Cardinals. Uh, Alex Wood against the Brewers. All of those are clear to me. Tyler Wells against the Rays. Ugh. He just stumbled a bit against the Angels. I don't know. Uh, Jordan Montgomery and Patrick Sandoval have some tough matchups. Uh, Montgomery gets the Red Sox and Sandoval gets the Dodgers. Keep in mind, Sandoval's gotten a lot of whiffs lately. And Montgomery survived the, the Red Sox last time. So both of those could work out. And Ian Anderson is a cherry bomb just on a lower tier than Hunter Green as he goes against the Nationals. Uh, in the do not start tier, Marcus Stroman just pitched only 59 pitches, and now he gets the Mets. I'm not doing that. Nathan Yavaldi's come back from the IL, and it was limited in his rehab start, and gets the Yankees. No thanks. Michael Kopech gets the Twins. I just don't want to risk that with a lower velocity. So the stream pick of the day is Madison Bumgarner against the the Padres. Oh, I don't want. I do not want to do that. Same with Devin Smeltzer against the White Sox. Uh, Herman Marquez is hosting the Pirates. No thanks. Drew Hutchinson maybe could make it work. He did last time, but it's against the Guardians, and uh, I don't really want to do it. Patrick Corbin against Atlanta. No thanks. Colvin against the Astros. No way. Uh, Jose Quintana in cores. Jose Quintana, I should say, in cores. No thank you. I uh, Granky in in Toronto and Andrew Palante against the Reds and Taylor Hearn against the Mariners and Luis Patino is only going to go about two innings against the Orioles. Andrew Palante is a little more interesting than I think I'm giving him credit here, but I don't want to do it anyway. Um, and for this weekend, sorry, you should check out yesterday's podcast um, as that goes into it very well in depth. Max Meyer, where is he going to rank tomorrow? Is going to be in the do not start because I do not do uh, MLB debuts. It's just, I learned it with Brian Bayo. I got too excited about Bayo. And I broke my rule, and I'm not going to do it again. So I do not start uh, MLB DBs because we just don't know what jitters are going to affect with them and where they're at and all this stuff. Just don't do it. But you should pick them up in all your 12 teamers. But all right, that's going to do it for today. So good luck this weekend. Uh, no plus pitch podcast next week. Uh, I will be back doing them the following week after the All Star break, as I will be in Cape Cod and not being able to do this. So enjoy the week. I'll be back on Monday, the 25th of July. Well, that's it. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babas be low and your strikeouts high.